Hey, MASH fans, it's time for another episode of the MASH 4077th Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Kenny, and joining me as always, Meds. Gentlemen. Today we're discussing Season 9, Episode 11, No Sweat. It's the 209th episode overall, directed by Burt Medcalf, written by John Rappaport, originally aired on February 2nd, 1981, and the production code is Z402. Great Caesar salad clinger. What are you doing up at 3 in the a.m.? Couldn't sleep, sir. The heat, sir. That's one I can buy. Must be extra tropical for you toting around that permanent vicuna coat. Perhaps you'd care to explain the fallout from the Motorola plant. I took the PA system apart, sir. What in blazes for? We need that contraption. I know that full well, my bleary-eyed boss. I figured the middle of the night would be the perfect time to get some off-the-job training for my new mail-order course. In what, office demolition? No, sir, electronics. Someday this little shootout's going to end. And when this Johnny comes marching home, he'll be with a screwdriver in his hand. You gonna fix radios? No, sir, television. The wave of the future, which thanks to good old Yankee know-how will mean busted sets by the millions. And Max Klinger will be there to reap the whirlwind of outrageous repair prices. Mark this, Marconi. When Reveille blows, this system better be working, or you'll be spending the rest of this war on the roof. Screaming messages at the top of your furry lungs. No problem, sir. Come daybreak, you'll be back together, peeing like a kitten. I also have a plot summary. The 4077 deals with a sudden heat wave in their own personal ways. Klinger disassembles the PA system. Charles goes through all his tax returns and bonds. BJ stresses over a letter from Peg. Margaret develops a severe case of prickly heat. And Colonel Potter can't get a good night's sleep. I don't believe this. How many times are you going to read that letter from Peg? What difference does it make to you? I was finally almost asleep. Luckily, you turned the light on again so I could watch myself wake up. I'm sorry, I'm not sleepy. So we have to stay up all night playing turkey in the oven. I lie here roasting and you keep turning on the light to see if I'm done. Very funny. You still don't want to tell me what's in the letter. It's none of your business. Okay, you want to keep me in the dark? Fine, just do it in the dark. Charles and I would like to get some sleep. Okay, okay. Where's Charles? And guest stars on this episode, Kelly Nakahara returns as Lieutenant Kelly Yamato. And Jeff Maxwell returns as Private Igor Sterminsky. And Perrin Page uh, plays the driver. Now, Perrin appeared in five episodes of MASH. We also have Joanne Thomas, who plays Nurse Joanne. This is her second and final time in MASH. Her first appearance was way back in 1972. Hmm. At the beginning. Yep. State of Massachusetts, debentures, the interest income 1949, the Winchester Enterprises, mallet repair, Cape Cod Polo Club, and the entertainment, ah, medical. Oh, Major Winchester, I see you couldn't sleep either. Hot enough for you? Try that. My, my, that's quite an array. May one ask what you're doing at this late hour? These are my financial and tax records for the past three years. Since it is impossible to sleep in this oriental oven, I'm utilizing these large tables to uh, sort it all out. Oh. Is that what wealthy people do instead of counting sheep? Huh? Hardly. 
My father has just rushed this monetary memorabilia because I'm the only person who can decipher it properly apart from our trusted family accountant. Why on earth isn't he doing it? Because, as of last Tuesday, our CPA is a certified public enemy, having been incarcerated on five counts of fraud, two counts of embezzlement, and countless counts concerning accounts for which he cannot <laughs> account. My word. How awful. What is awful is that the Internal Revenue Service is suddenly quite curious about the Internal Revenue of the Winchesters and the Emersons and their vast financial <laughs> enterprises. Well, looks like you've set quite a task for yourself. Oh. Anything I can do to help? No, thank you. I alone must bear the brunt of this numerical nightmare. Nonsense. The very least I can do is dash off to the kitchen and fix us a nice frosty pitcher of lemonade. Oh, great. My, my. You seem to have a lot of friends in Switzerland, huh? <laughs> yeah. All right, let's go ahead and discuss this episode. You want to start soft meds? Yeah, okay. Um, right then, I gave this a seven and a half uh, out of ten. Yeah, I upped my uh, my tally on this <laughs> one. Um, I do quite like the fact that they're all a bit grumpy. You know, no no one likes to be in you know sweaty and yeah. and you know too hot and it's humid and you can't sleep and stuff like that. Um, Bj getting all knocked about the letter, you know, or just just all to do with the gutter. Now, when I first <laughs> when I first started watching this on our, on our rewatch, um, I was there going, oh. Gosh, you know, BJ banging on again. But actually, this part of the storyline does lead to some great ribbing from Hawkeye, especially during the operation. And there's one bit in it, it's actually the last thing that Hawkeye ribs him about during the operation, and it's Alan Alder's facial acting. You know what I like about facial acting, like that. I love it. <laughs> and it's the way he just he looks over at him and says, Oh, maybe something to do with Peg. And it's just the way that Alan Alder <laughs> delivers it and looks at him. He's so, it's so, so good. good. Yeah. Um, I like the way that Margaret is, is, is a little bit upset about the rash on the bottom. Uh, well, you know, I mean, everybody be having to put some cream there, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> and I, I, I go with Win- Winchester, that's always good. But, of course, you get a classic mash joke going on here where, of course, everybody hears about um, the, the, you know, the prickly heat and so that again some brilliant acting as well mm-hmm. uh, uh for morgan here with potter when he's like he's took his sleeping pills <laughs> that never gets boring at all I and mean, he's been brought out six or seven times and he, he just doesn't get boring he really doesn't i love that kind of acting from here uh-huh. i think it's great comedy going on there and i think that's the reason why i give this a seven and a half because i did laugh out loud several times a great cast uh a bit of comedy going on here it's a nothing episode it really yeah. is there's absolutely no major storyline at all, nothing at all. Um, <laughs> but you know what? Sometimes that's not, that also goes to show how good acting and how good writing uh, writers they are here. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a, you know, you can put yourself in that situation of being a, just bored and just niggly. You know, everyone gets niggly when it's too hard. And um, I like the way that's all delivered. So yeah, a seven and a half for me. I, I like it. Yeah, I actually gave it a seven and a half as well. Oh, cool. Uh, I actually just upped it. I originally gave it oh, a, a seven point two. Oh then... right. Uh, I was remembering the scene with Potter being tired and being pulled out of his bed many times. Yeah. And you're right. This There is no story here. A very minor stuff is happening. It's just about a hot night at camp mm. and what these people do, you know. I enjoyed, just like you, I enjoyed the BJ story just for the ribbing that, that Hawkeye was giving BJ. Every yeah. opportunity he said something about the gutters or Peg or, you know. 
and you know rolling his eyes at the same time saying it <laughs> um i don't know why none of winchester's family could have done the taxes and they had to ship all the bills and trust the fact that they would all make it to yes. you know to korea for him to go through like he has nothing better to do but to do taxes which i find it funny you know because i guess a lot of, of the more you know well-off people seem to have swarmy accountants. Yes. You know, you hear that in the news all the time. That's how they make their money. It's because it's always, you know, it's always on the, the wrong side of things. So I did like that little aspect of it. I mean, my favorite, obviously, was Potter. That was one of my favorite. His his acting, his being tired. You just, you felt so bad for him. You know, the Klinger story. Yeah, it's just everything was just kind of, it was all, I wrote, everything was just good. There's nothing great there was nothing bad. It mm. was just, it was a, a good episode, you yeah. know. Uh, I don't have many notes. This is like the least amount of notes I took on any. I just like, you know, Margaret's story was good. BJ's story was good. <laughs> Winchester's story was good. Yeah, they were all yeah. good episodes. You know, I like the interaction between uh, Father Mulcahy and Winchester. That was a lot yeah. of fun. Cause you very rarely get to see those two together. And so it was nice that they were able to put those two together. And I love the fact, you know, that, that, Follow McKay is so oblivious and he's spouting off numbers and dates as poor Winchester is trying to write down and do his taxes. So he keeps getting <laughs> sidetracked and, you know, uh, I liked, I liked their interaction. Yeah. It was just, it was just a good episode. That's all I can say about it. It was, yeah. it was a good episode. It was enjoyable. It was fun. I don't need to watch it over and over again, but no. I'm not disappointed that I watched it because it was a fun, enjoyable episode. Oh, Boy, look at him, just like a baby. Why me? Oh, uh, kind and weary chieftain, I hate to be a pill pooper, sir, but you have to get up, sir. Sir? Oh, what? Uh, who's there? Uh, uh, Captain Pierce, he made me do it, sir. Oh, good morning. Uh, it's not exactly morning yet, sir. Uh, you're needed on the phone. The phone? Hello? Hello? Oh, oh, this is not going to be a piece of baklava. Oh. It's very easy, sir. You just need to order a chopper for the morning. Did you put the cat out, Mildred? Icor? Great. This is MASH 4077. Hold on for Colonel Potter. Order for the morning. Hello, room service. Send up a couple of poached eggs. A bowl of prunes. Sir, a helicopter. Order a helicopter. No, thanks. I'm not that hungry. Sir, send us a helicopter. Send us a helicopter. First thing in the morning. First thing in the... Morning. Morning. You got that? Terrific. Perfect, sir. I'll take you back to bed now, sir. All right, IMDb. Yeah, well, they gave it a seven point nine, so wow. high rated on there. So it's uh, yeah, a bit closer to yours. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know, I'm. Well, yours, you, you got seven point five. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, pretty good. I guess the general populace likes the episode. They think it's good. <laughs> and there was the summer of '39. Oh, I think that was the hottest. Oh wait, wait, wait! I'm forgetting '46. That was a real scorcher indeed. Do you recall which one was hotter? Thank 
goodness, this is the last of it. Oh, how nice. Now you can get some rest. <laughs> Would that were possible, Father. But at first I have to record all these stupid figures, then make copies of it, and then have the table cleared before morning. Major, you're looking quite haggard. Thank you. As a member of our armed forces, surely the government would give you additional time. Me, yes. My family, no. Their taxes are due post-haste, and we are trying to avoid many unhappy returns. Oh, I don't quite follow you. Well, you see, <clears throat> Father, in sophisticated financial circles, there a certain amount of give and take is required. Ergo, when you take an income deduction from one source, there must be a concomitant give from another source. Mm. I'm still not quite sure I understand. Right. Naturally, my family and I have decided to make full disclosure of exactly what happened, so we must compare notes as to exactly what happened. Oh. In other words, what you're trying so delicately to tell me is the family that pays together stays together. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and move on to some behind the scenes. While chatting with Major Winchester, follow him, okay, he mentions a time when he made an accounting error by misplacing a decibel, throwing off his numbers by over $1,000. In the very next episode, Depressing News, a similar mistake in paperwork causes Army Supply to send the 4077th a half a million tongue depressors instead of 5,000 they intended to order. So see, <laughs> commonly happens. Yeah. <laughs> More about that in the next episode. Uh -huh. um, <laughs> when first sorting through his bills, Charles reads one out loud. State of Massachusetts. Now, Massachusetts uses the official designation of Commonwealth and is never referred to as a state on legal forms such as tax bills. Mm, Charles should know better. Yeah. <laughs> it is implied in this episode that Charles's mother's maiden name was Emerson as he mentions the Emersons and the Winchesters. This would explain how he got his middle name, except he is Charles Emerson Winchester III, meaning his father is also Charles Emerson Winchester. So unless it's just a coincidence he met and married a woman whose surname was the same as his middle name, I think this qualifies as a slip-up. It's, it's either that or they really do keep it in the family. Uh, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, well, this is wealthy family, so, you yep. know, cousins on cousins. <laughs> so, um, this episode continues the running gag of Klinger's get rich quick scams. Uh, this time, he's trying to get rich by learning how to be a TV repairman, and his practice subject is the unit's PA system. First, Klinger is confident in his ability to repair it, but spends the majority of the episode trying to undo the damage he has done. After completing the repairs, at one point, he sees his hard work dashed by an angry Margaret, who destroys the PA in retaliation for her prickly heat-afflicted butt being revealed <laughs> accidentally over the PA by Klinger. There you go. Yeah, I was mm -hmm. desperate for a behind-the-scenes, so that's, that's really a behind-the-scenes, but I thought it was a cool little... Uh, yeah, you know, Klinger is known for his get-rich-quick get schemes, which comes up in a later episode that we'll be discussing as well. Yeah, and you can tell you wrote that because we don't say butt over here. <laughs> Look, maybe she won't clean them at all. Ho, 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 no, no, pal. First good rain, they overflow right into the basement window well. Zap, the whole cellar's flooded. It's where the furnace is. Water seeps right up and puts out the pilot light. Don't you have a handyman or somebody you can use for odd jobs? Oh, no, you don't. Not Carl. Oh, well, not Carl. Of course not. <laughs> Carl, how stupid of him. What's wrong with Carl? He's maybe six foot four and works out with weights. Got these huge arms. Well, that certainly is a strike against a handyman. Strength. 
How's this guy's pressure? Fine. Wears skin-tight T-shirts with the, with the sleeves cut off. He's better looking than Errol Flynn. She's only human, you know. First, it's the gutters. Then he says, uh, anything else I can do, Mrs. Honeycutt? And she says, uh, well, for starters, you can call me Peg. Okay, trivia time. The last episode's question was this. What is Colonel Flagg's first name? And the answer is Sam. Okay, Samuel so, Flagg. Samuel Flagg. Uh, so this episode's trivial question. Where was Nurse Kelly from? Mm. Mm, yeah. Go ahead and send your answers to uh, mash4077podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Sir, please try to understand. All you have to do is tell Icor to put some camphor menthol shake lotion on the helicopter. Uh-huh. Medicine? Who's sick? Nobody's sick, sir. I have a little rash. Well, I have two grandchildren myself. Sir, please try to understand. This is Margaret. I have a bad case of prickly heat. A severe irritation on my gluteus maximus. Oh, I get it. A bad case of keister itch. Well, you could call it that, sir. I sure got to sympathize with you on that one. Ain't nothing more bothersome than a case of the old fanny fungus. With all this heat, that cute little caboose of yours must be red as a beet. Really, sir, I'd rather not talk about it. I don't know how bad off your wazoo is. But I'll bet it don't come close to the rump rots I had back in the big war. Sir, sir, the chopper. We were pinned down near Chantilly, and I was stuck for a whole damn night in a wet foxhole. I'll never forget it. No matter how many times you change your skivvies, the fire on the old back porch just keeps burning. Sir, please, could you just call? Must be hell for you trying to set or sleep. You sure got... Wait a minute. Is a stupid PA on? Clinger, you idiot! Major, wait! Oh, no, please don't! It took me three hours to fix that! You can find MASH 4077 podcasts all over social media. We have a Twitter account. You can find the podcast at MASH 4077 Podcast. You can find me, Kenny, at Geeky Fanboy. You can find Meds at Hawkeye Meds. We also have a Facebook fan group. You can join up by searching facebook.com slash mash 4077 podcast or just type in mash 4077 podcast in the search and our page will come up. If you have any questions or comments or you want to answer some of our trivia questions, you can send those emails to mash4077podcast at gmail.com. You can listen to Mash 4077 Podcast all over the interwebs. You can catch us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and now we're on Spotify. And if you want to see show notes or do a direct download or listen to the podcast online, you can go to our main website at mash4077podcast.com. All right, so that's going to do it for this episode. Again, a good episode. Yes. All right, well, I'm Kenny. And I'm Simon. And we'll be seeing you. Now hear this. Now hear this. I just want to see if you can... Now hear this. Where's that dumb helicopter you ordered? I wish I knew. We'll be okay if it gets here within an hour. Relax, Margaret. Have a seat. Oh, butt out. I believe we could say the same for you. Happy AM, all. Nothing like a good night's sleep. At ease, Margaret. Check out the latest podcast to hit this quadrant, the Geek Roundtable. Join hosts as they sit down with fellow geeks to talk, well, 
geek. Star Wars, Star Trek, cosplay, fantasy, anime, Firefly, even My Little Pony. If it's geeky, we'll discuss it. King Arthur had his roundtable for his nights. And now it's time for us geeks to have ours. Come join in the fun and geek out with the Geek Roundtable. Find us on iTunes by searching The Geek Roundtable. Or visit our website, thegeekroundtable.com. Hello, MASH fans. Now, as some of you know, myself and Kenny have our own individual podcasts, and my podcast is called Waffle On Podcast. And we waffle on about classic films and television programs from around the world. So if that's your cup of tea or martini, then why don't you follow us over on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or, of course, from Podbean. You can find us at waffleon.podbean.com, and we would be honoured if you would join us. MASH 4077 Podcast is a Geeky Fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0 United States license. All rights reserved.